I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey everybody, welcome to a special edition of Core. Uh, we don't get to do this very often, so I'm excited about it because I like the idea of more interviews on the show. Where we talk to folks in and around the business about all kinds of aspects uh, within and without gaming. And today we have Nicholas DeLeon, who is joining us uh, from, um, you know, a bit of a reporter position over at Consumer Reports. And we're going to talk about gaming chairs today, which, man, I have so many questions. I'm not even sure where to start. But first, I'll start by welcoming Nicholas to the show. Hello, Nicholas. Welcome back. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, as I said before we hit the record button, I've been a big fan of your network for many years now. Uh, so this is a very neat, uh, very neat thing for me, actually. Well, I'm glad to have you, and I and I'm especially glad to have somebody who's coming to us with a bunch of research under their belt in this area because this is a weird thing. So, you know, yes. gamers everywhere are subjected to a kind of new media world. They're they they spend a lot yes. of time in front of Twitch and uh, YouTube, and they see their favorite streamers and and YouTubers sitting in these fancy multicolored chairs that look like they came right out of somebody's Ferrari and plunked it down in front of their computer. And they think to themselves, oh man, I want to be as cool as this guy. I want that chair. It sure looks comfortable. And they often just base it on that. Like that's the end of it. They're going to get the chair. They don't care what it costs. They just want to have a chair like their favorite streamer. And um, I've been curious in the past about this sort of thing. Right now I use a Herman Miller that I've had forever. And uh, it's been great. No, no issues, no problems. I really probably don't need to do anything. But I have to admit, occasionally I'm like, ooh, but what, what if it was one of these? And then yeah. someone will say, ah, you don't want that. That's just as, you know, why don't you go get an office chair? They're, they're better uh, for your back. But also, you know, why do you need to be all flashy, blah, blah, blah. Well, you did this for Consumer Reports. Yeah. You guys went and got like everything there is. Herman Miller, Mavix, Razor, others, uh, and, and, and tested them all. First, before we get into the any of these kind of results or what gamers should be looking for out there or any of that, what brought this on? Why why did you see this as something that needed coverage? Uh, yeah, well, that's a great question. Uh, well, uh, sort of what brought this on uh, a couple things uh, after the pandemic sort of uh, you know uh, hit in early 2020, yeah. uh, we we were all sent home and we we were like, okay, well. Uh, you know, a lot of folks are going to be working from home. We should like expand what Consumer Reports covers. Uh, let's look at like ergonomic mice and keyboard and 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 like good home office stuff, basically. Yeah. So that kind of planted the seeds about two years ago. Uh, and then coming out of that, we were like, okay, well, what's the next part of like a, a home office setup? Well, the chair, obviously. Uh, so in June, we published a story on sort of the best ergonomic office chairs, mm-hmm. uh, and that did pretty well. And what's what's the next step from there? It's like, well, if you've covered office chairs. 
chairs, uh, you should cover gaming chairs. Uh, I've I've been a you know uh, I've been a gamer my whole life. Uh, I'm 36 years old. I got a Super Nintendo in '93, uh, and I've been playing games uh, basically nonstop ever since, for better or worse. Uh, so I was like, well, I know this is like a, a real. Uh, conversation that's happening in the community and, and to your point a second ago where you know you you can't watch twitch you can't watch youtube you can't scroll through instagram without seeing uh ads for chairs or streamers in chairs uh and and that's fine and to me it, it always resembled kind of like uh sports where it's like mm-hmm. oh if i'm watching baseball and i see aaron judge and he's wearing these cleats well, I want to wear those cleats too. I mean, that yeah. looks, uh, you know, if I watch Twitch and my favorite streamer has this chair, uh, I want that chair too. Uh, I think actually the first guy I saw with the chair of note was, was in fact PewDiePie, who I kind of was taking a peek at uh, 2017 or so. Uh, and he had one of the chairs and I had never seen these chairs before. Like, I don't remember gaming chairs being a thing in like the PS2 or PS3 generation. No, earlier not that, that I remember, like, no. I feel like it's very much a... Um a more modern sort of post-stream yeah. world how to kind of and Twitch I wonder, world thing. I yeah. wonder if it's if it is, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with the rise of streaming and Twitch and YouTube and you see these personalities and they're on the chair and hey, they look cool. You know, I think we we, you know, we tried in the article to to just be uh cognizant of the fact that like hey, these chairs kind of look cool. Uh and that's that's there's there's nothing wrong with that. Uh I definitely have uh, things that I have just because they look neat, uh, you know, and there, there's a certain, you know, kind of pleasure you can derive from just having a cool looking thing. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but the the question is more like, okay, is this chair, does it just look cool? Is it a good chair? Is it a bad chair? Uh, are there better chairs out there for the money? Uh, and so on and so forth. So we were kind of like, okay, we know this conversation is happening online. We know there's some questions like, are these chairs good? Are they bad? Are they dumb? Are they just are they just like an aesthetic thing? So there's all this kind of uncertainty. And we're like, all right, well, we're going to do what we do best. We went out and we bought eight of the most popular models. You know, we researched, you know, we, we did search, you know, uh, Reddit and YouTube and Twitch. What are, what are the chairs people are talking about? Right. Uh, you know, we wanted to get a kind of like a, a fair representation of different price points. We wanted, okay, what's an expensive chair? What's a what's a, a lower price chair? What's kind of in between? To kind of like get a, a good kind of like uh, feel for the market. It looks like uh, right here you got we, a range of 110 bucks to 1800. That's quite the range. It is a big range and it is, it was very interesting because it's like, okay, the $1,800 chair, you know, spoiler alert, uh, it's a very good chair, but that is because it's made by Herman (laughs) Miller, which is, you know, their office chair specialist is what they do. Sure. They're not, they're not a, uh, you know, a a mouse and keyboard company that, oh, wow, kids are talking about chairs. Let's make a chair. Yeah. And they make them to last forever too. They're like, hey, this has a 10 year warranty and you're never going to need another chair and it'll never break. And they're kind of right. It never does. I've I've had a Herman Miller forever and I I invested about a grand in it in 2012 because I thought, well, I need something, you know, I don't want to buy a $250 chair every year. I didn't want to do that. Yes, of course. Yeah. And I assume, I assume some of this is like, you know, I don't know. If I'm a gamer, I'm like, uh, well, that's your grandpa's chair. I need the cool sure. chair, and that's closer to 500 bucks. and my favorite streamer has it. And so there's a little bit of that going on. It's like shoe yeah. shoe culture or anything else. So you mentioned it earlier, the way it works with you know uh, cleats or you could say cars or yeah. anything else. There's a there's kind of a, a brand thing happening here, and I'm guessing your results didn't necessarily reflect the best brands were the most expensive or the best chairs were the most expensive. No, not it, it. It didn't scale like one to one. Like the okay, this chair is more expensive than that chair, which is more expensive than that chair, and it's better. It's better. It's it's not quite like that. 
uh, you know, again, spoiler alert, the, the Herman Miller chair uh, was $1,800 and that that happened to be the best chair. Sure. Uh, but that's, that's you know, that's that's almost happens. It's like, of course. Yeah. Uh, but no, it doesn't scale linearly like that, where it's like, well, if you spend more money, your chair will be better. Uh, that is not the case. Uh, and that's, you know, that's another reason why we wanted to do this article where it's like, you know, in a lot of things, you kind of just assume, okay, well, the more expensive thing is, is better than the less expensive thing. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's true some of the time, but that doesn't necessarily have to be true. Uh, and that's, that's sort of, uh, that's sort of what we found in our, in our, uh, in our report here. So the Herman Miller is called the Herman Miller X Logitech or cross Logitech, uh, uh, sorry, Embody Gaming Chair. It's maybe the yes. longest name. So I guess the money pays for the longer name as well. Perhaps, yeah. Um, that is, I didn't realize that they had they had joined forces with Logitech. I guess that makes sense because they they sort of need the the entrance to the gamer world, and Logitech provides that. I suppose the, the branding anyway. Whereas Herman Miller yeah. sort of thought of as well. That's your executive chair that your your boss has, and that's nothing to do with gaming. Yeah, and, and branding, I feel like branding has become way more important in a lot of aspects of life now, just with the internet and everyone everyone online, you know, so much. Like, brands are way more important now than I feel like when I was, I don't know, 10 years old. I'm way more aware of, like, this brand and that brand. I don't, again, I don't know if that's just a consequence of, like, social media and so forth. Sure. But, yeah, just to – this Herman Miller, I say cross. I'm not actually sure. Uh, but the logic – in our – it there's nothing – uh, Logitech necessarily, but the Logitech logos on it. Uh, but this is a Herman Miller chair. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't. And that, that's one of the other things uh, about about all these chairs. We kind of wanted. So we wanted to say, okay, what are the what are the popular chairs out there? What is good and what is bad about them? Uh, but one thing I was always asking is like, well, what makes them a gaming chair? Like, what is a gaming chair? Like again, it felt like this whole product sector kind of snuck up on me sure. uh, again 10 years ago i don't think gaming chairs were a thing i feel like maybe five-ish years ago they started popping up mm-hmm. uh so i was like all right well what is a gaming chair i know what an office chair is you know i i work i've worked in offices i've had <laughs> home offices basically my whole life yeah. uh so i know what that is what is a gaming chair mm-hmm. uh and we kind of there's there's it's an aesthetic thing more than anything in our sort of uh, what we found. It, it is they look, for lack of a better term, they look gamery. Uh, you know, you buy like a gaming laptop. It has RGB, this and that. So, okay, that's a gaming laptop. You could also just buy like a powerful laptop that has a good graphics card. Uh, and that doesn't look like a gaming laptop. So it is it is very much an aesthetic thing. Uh, you know, it's got kind of bright colors or 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 kind of like a edge, you know, the, the design looks gamery. Uh, another thing that we found about these gaming chairs, uh, a, a common trait is that they use uh, what's called a bucket seat design, mm-hmm. which is where you can sort of imagine like the backrest of the chair, you know, kind of going all the way up. But on the sides, it has kind of like wings that kind of like protrude out. Uh, and we think that that came from you know, the world of like simulators or like race car, like if you're if you're training to be in the Air Force or you're training to be on like the space shuttle uh, and you're sitting in, in these chairs, you don't want like the G-forces to like knock you out of your seat. <laughs> so, which right. makes sense. Yeah. But like if I'm playing, I don't know, Stray or whatever, like I don't think there's a lot of G-forces involved. No, no. It's just I mean, cute, cute cats and dystopic futures. That's all you're getting there. So yeah. it's like, you know, I, I you know, I, I play more or less everything, but if I'm playing Civilization, if I'm playing, uh, I, I play a lot of older shooters, if I play Quake 2 or whatever, it's like, I, I don't know that I'm like spilling out of the seat too often. Sure. So we kind of find that this, this bucket seat design, again, it's an aesthetic thing. It kind of looks, 
you know, it looks like you're, you're piloting a mech or whatever, or if you're watching a stream and your streamer's in this big commanding chair and it just looks, it looks, uh, you know, it looks impressive. Uh, it's a it's a visual thing. It, it's not really a functional thing. So what makes a gaming chair? I don't know. They kind of look they kind of <laughs> look the part, I guess. Yeah, and I've I've always assumed I shouldn't assume this, but I've always assumed looking at these various chairs that all look like these bucket seat, you know, uh, mech chairs, like you mentioned, that they that that's purely an aesthetic thing, and there is no actual value to comfort or long term use or any of the things that you're looking for, the kinds of support you're looking for for your back and that sort of thing. I think gamers think it is though. I think they come into those things looking at them, going, "Oh, well, the reason it's all padded out and weird and has the high neck thing and sure. all this stuff is because clearly it's it's built to to take care of me while I'm doing a three hundred three hundred hour run of Civilization." Uh, yes. we, into the wee hours of the night and that isn't true is it no that it is it, and, and i was in the same you know the same position you know uh, a, a year ago before we did any of this chair research i assumed the same thing it's hey look in 2020 i personally bought a secret lab uh whatever whatever the model was in 2020 and uh would i buy that today I'm not so sure. I I might I might buy an office chair, which maybe we can get into a, a little bit later. But I to me it looked wow it, it looked the part. It was like it looks big. It looks imposing. It looks like that supports your back. That's perfect. That's exactly. It's a gaming chair. This is a this is a company that uh, is is adjacent to games. So it's like okay, this is great. Uh, but yet it it actually doesn't. Uh, it's not it's not the best design. Uh, it, we find that uh, the open uh, open chair design, which doesn't have the wings, and kind of it, it doesn't restrict you in the same way. Uh, you know, again, if you're going to be sitting, uh, you know, in it in this chair, you know, I've uh, it's funny you bring up Civilization. I've definitely played Civilization sessions twelve hours in a row, easy, many many times. Uh, and if you're going to be sitting in a chair for that long, you want it to be a good chair that does support your body and that does. Uh, you know, that is comfortable, especially as you get older. Like I said, I'm 36. You know, maybe if you're 20 years old or younger, uh, it doesn't necessarily matter. When you're when you're 17, you're basically invincible. Uh, so <laughs> right. perhaps it doesn't matter. But, you know, uh, especially as you get older, uh, you want you want your office furniture to be functional and not only uh, you don't only want it to look cool. It can look cool too. And that's fine. And I have no problem with that, sure. but you want it to be a, a functional, a functional product. I also think it's important for gamers to know when they see these things from their favorite streamer or their YouTube uh, uh, hero or whatever, what you're looking at oftentimes is somebody who got a chair via promotion yeah. and that 600 to a thousand dollar chair is one that they are now either promoting or have promoted in the past or they got in trade for mentioning it. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think a lot of people may no. not know that going in. They may they may think that this person is like very careful about what chair they chose, and they went through a huge process. And maybe that's true of some of them, but my guess is most of the time, if they're like, "Yeah, this R Racer 4000 K20 sure. uh, is my my favorite chair," uh, it might have also been their favorite email they got that said hey we'll give you a chair if you mention it and plus money on top of that like that's how this stuff works and that's okay there's nothing wrong with these these things we do it you know my, i do it on my network all the time depending on different ads and things sure. like that um but i what i'm hoping here because okay so we have you from consumer reports we have us an independent podcast that covers the gaming world and doesn't you know get all hung up in in sponsorships or anything we're primarily a, a fan supported show um that's why I think this might be perfect for those people, because if you've seen these chairs and you've been like, well, I don't know, I can't tell. It looks like it's cool. Yeah. Is that enough for me? Uh, 
and do you really want to spend that kind of money? I guess my question to you would be, uh, we've talked about the Herman Miller on the top end. Obviously, if everybody could just get one, they would. Sure, of course. Um, did you find that there was stuff in between that made more sense financially that 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 most gamers are probably going to glom onto? Is it? Were you even able to come to a conclusion like that? Uh, yeah, I think, I think we could say there were, there were several, you know, again, we looked at eight chairs, eight yeah. specific models, uh, and the Herman Miller was, you know, $1,800. We put that because we did want to see, okay, this is $1,800. This is the most expensive chair we can find. Uh, we should have that in the roundup because we, you know, consumer report, we have the ability to buy that chair and mm-hmm. test it out. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, I have to assume most, most folks are not in the market for an $1,800 chair. I am certainly not. So it's kind of like, all right, well. That's it's like you know I'm not gonna buy a Rolex. It looks neat, but that's the extent of it. Uh, but there were a couple chairs that that fall you know well under that price that kind of hit a lot of the marks that we think make for a good chair. Uh, probably the 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 top of that uh, heap would be the Cooler Master Ergo L. Mm. Uh, that is around four hundred and fifty dollars. We kind of find that like around the five hundred dollar mark is when is when things start getting interesting. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll talk about the, the very low end probably uh, in a little bit here, but sure. around $500 is, okay, this is this is entering the territory of pretty good chair. Uh, now, to, to kind of recap, we looked at kind of four main uh, buckets when evaluating these chairs. We looked at ergonomic design, we looked at comfort, we looked at ease of use, and we looked at ease of assembly. Uh, I kind of want to break those down very briefly, what, what all that means. Yes, please. Yeah. Uh, ease of assembly, I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward. You know, you, you get the chair, uh, how how easy is it to build? Are there tools included? Are there clear instructions? Do they make you go to uh, to their website to watch a video, which, uh, I don't know, maybe you're building in a home office that has bad Wi-Fi, and now you can't even see the video to build the chair. To, so it's like, that's what ease of assembly is. Ease of use is, okay, I'm sitting in the chair. Can I adjust Can I adjust the armrest? Can I adjust the lumbar? Are there, are is everything labeled clearly is is this kind of like tricky to figure out uh mm-hmm. that's kind of ease of assembly uh comfort and ergonomic design are they're linked but i i, I do i want to spend a second longer here uh and this is you know ergonomic the word ergonomic now in like marketing to me it kind of feels like it doesn't even really mean anything ergonomic it's like oh ergonomic this ergonomic that yeah uh, it's kind of like all natural foods it's like well that doesn't really what does that tell me anymore not much uh within the context of chairs uh, ergonomic means you should kind of like automatically go to like adjustable uh is this chair adjustable yeah. uh can i adjust the the armrest can i adjust the the seat pan can i adjust the height can i adjust the lumbar uh you know one, one of the things we stress in the article is that you know we're all people we're all more or less shaped the same uh but within that there are there's variations like your your left arm might be slightly longer than your right arm and, and your leg might be slightly longer so, but and, and everyone has those kind of like variations with within themselves so sure. you want the chair to be able to make those adjustments and to make those adjustments easily and to make them uh, to kind of put you in the best position to sit. And we do have a fun infographic in the article mm. uh, that kind of like shows what is the what is the optimal way to sit at a desk sitting in a gaming chair. And it was funny, you know, in speaking to, you know, our folks internally, I was sitting all wrong. Uh, like I, my, <laughs> And I still kind of sit wrong, frankly. It's like your arms are supposed to be at a 90 degree angle, kind of hovering above the keyboard. Definitely my elbows dip below that plane and i'm like i can't 
this is, I'm used to, I'm like, an old, I'm like, this is how I'm used to it. I know, I now know this is bad for me, Yeah. but what, you know, what can you, I'm in, I'm in your hard? boat. I do the same thing. I lean forward too much. I'm, I'm on yeah, my elbows too much and I don't know why and, I do and that. I, it's, it's, habit. especially for gaming, depending what you're playing, you know, say you're playing Counter-Strike or let's play your Call of Duty, but you kind of zoom into the screen. That's not a super great posture to, you know, if you're going to do it every now and then, true. But like if you're for, for long stretches of time, you really kind of want to be, uh, you know, recline back ever so slightly. You want the ninety degree angle with your uh, with elbows in the keyboard, and you kind of want your feet definitely flat on the floor. Uh, and you also want uh, the gap between the back of your knee and the seat pan. The seat pan is, uh, folks, don't know the seat pan is like the part of the chair that you sit on. Yeah. That thing is called the seat pan. Hmm. And the better chairs, you can adjust that kind of forward or backward to kind of get uh, a good. Uh, you want like. Uh, you want like uh, like two inches between the back of your knee and this that edge of that seat pan, just to so there's no like tension or pressure uh, on your leg. Mm. Uh, so uh, so yeah, that's great. I uh, so I'm looking at the infographic right now, and I feel like that lady has uh, got me beat on in every way. Uh, she's oh, sitting yes. all the proper ways, and I'm looking. I'm just looking at that, and then then holding still and checking my own posture here. Let's see. Head's in the wrong place. Back's in the wrong place. My arms are not quite where they should be, and I'm not sort of reclining the way she is with her legs. And my feet are currently not flat on the ground. So yes, I, I feel like I have not lived up even to your uh, to your to this 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 high standard of of the infographic, which is unfortunate. I'm right there with you. So yeah. no no worries. Now there's no reason why though you couldn't have a chair that accomplishes all of those designs, like you just mentioned, especially the adjustability and all that, and still look cool. Um, yeah, I feel like that's the attempt of the let's work with Logitech and brand a thing and Herman Miller and let's spend eighteen hundred dollars. I mean, I've, it's a nice looking chair for sure. sure. Um, and it's all a matter of taste. But yes. I personally would like something maybe that isn't bright green and probably looks like it could fit in any room and not just label me as a gamer. That's my own personal yeah. preference. Um did you did you find that most of your options were kind of wacky and kooky and there was no getting around this design? Have we, well, that's have, yeah, yeah. The gaming the gaming share market they do they all look very gamery, which you know I I don't mind. Hey, you know if people like what they like, if they like that kind of cool aesthetic, that's fine by me. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, but if you are someone who's like, well, I don't necessarily need the bright blue chair. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe the other folks in my house don't necessarily want a bright, you know, whatever, whatever the case may sure, be. Sure. Uh, if that's the case, uh, and, I, and I feel one of the thing, one of the real kind of overarching points of this article for me as someone who's in this community and sees folks struggling yeah. uh, would be to open up your kind of range of possibilities beyond just gaming chair and to look into office chairs. Mm. Uh, a lot of times office chairs, you know, they don't they don't look as cool, frankly. They, they're just kind of like. Yeah, it even sounds black, boring just to say gray. office chair is boring, but I but I'm with you. Like it, it, it would be, I think it's worthy for people to at least check into that space because even though you may may think it's not as cool or they're somehow behind the times or whatever, often sure. the the comfort and adjustability is, you're going to find there, right? Yeah, and and the pricing is is either comparable or or you know let's say you have five hundred dollars. Uh, you know, you could get a a chair that does do better uh, in terms of ergonomics and comfort and and all our metrics for that same five hundred dollars. Okay, maybe it doesn't look it doesn't look gamery. Which again, if you're into that, you know, so be it. No problem sure, there. Sure. Uh, but if you're more like, well, I I have I have 
uh, a certain amount of money to spend. I have my budget. I just want a functional object. I'm, I'm less, you know, I'm not too fussed about it needs to look a certain way. I, I would encourage folks to at least consider getting an office chair. And again, we did publish a similar article on office chairs uh, at the beginning of the summer. I think it was in June. A very similar test. You know, we bought all the chairs on our own. We assembled them on our own. We tested them at our offices on our own. Uh, and one, there's kind of two I wanted to highlight for around that like 500-ish price range. Uh, there was a Steelcase Series 1. Mm -hmm. uh, you could buy it at most retailers, Amazon, you name it. Uh, and it, it it did very well. It, it, it basically aced all of our tests for, you know, for $500. Uh, there was not a lot, uh, not a lot of, to complain about there. Give me and the, give me the model one more time. The, the, uh, steel the series case, a steel case series one. Uh, I believe they recently came up with the series two. We didn't test that one. I assume it's okay as well. I mean, steel cases, you know, they make this stuff, sure. uh, but we specifically tested the steel case series one around $500. I believe it's in a, available in a bunch of colors too. We happen to buy like the gray one, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it, the, the material is, uh, you know, very breathable, uh, you know, again, aced all of our, all of our sort of metrics. So that is, okay, I'm looking, I'm looking at this gaming chair for $500. I'm looking at this steel case for five, for $500. Uh, you know, uh, don't, you know, don't, don't rule out the office chair. Again, unless you're, you're, you know, you you in you're in love with the gaming chair design, which is fine. Yeah, uh, and that sort of brings up another you know another another sort of uh, motivation for doing this article. It's like there are not many retailers that sell these uh, maybe staples. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe Walmart, maybe Target, but like, you know, they're not going to have a hundred different chair models out on the floor where you can sit on, uh, and kind of test drive. It's not like, you know, you're shopping for a Jeep or whatever. Uh, it, it, they're kind of <laughs> like hard to find in the real world. So a lot of the shopping will be online and you want to, you know, be sure to do your research and get something that at least seems like it's going to work for you because if not, it's like, okay. Either you have to live with that chair and you're out, you know, $500 or whatever, and you're not satisfied with it. And it's just, you know, it's not working for you or you have to return it. And then that's kind of a pain in the neck too. It's like, well, now I got to put this kind of bulky chair in my car. I got to drive to UPS or the post office and ship Oof. it back. It's like, that's, that's a real pain in the neck. And if you could avoid that uh, by, you know, by reading articles like ours and trying to see, okay, what's out there? What, what? Where can my money go that will at least give me a good shot of of being a good chair? Yeah, and the I'm looking by the way at this particular chair um, on Amazon, uh, just where I went because I know I can get a good color selection here. Steel K Series One. I feel like this is a great middle ground because yeah, you can go boring gray or black and just be like you know dude in the dude in your cubicle. But if you're a gamer, these are nice. There's this blue and these yellows and these dark greens and there's a really cool fire red and really interesting orange like i guess if color is your issue and it's not really about the bucket design yeah i think this sounds all right and right now amazon's got this the series one for 421 i mean it's uh, under 500 bucks if you're budgeting for about that then you're then you're good they'll also do 60 dollar uh, assembly so you don't have to put it together this is also a place i struggle and i was curious what your experience was with all of the chairs where did you find them all to be kind of the same in this regard or were there some that was like ah snip snap snoop we're done the chairs all built and others were like oh my gosh where's the instructions again uh, i'm missing an allen wrench like i hate that stuff so how did that go yeah that was you know we bought the chairs and we assembled our own and probably the the most uh i guess interesting the the razor chair the razor isker which 
Uh, it did okay. It's not the best chair in our rating. That one, uh, we kind of dinged for assembly. It was, there's a part of the build process where you have to, you know, when you when you uh, kind of join the, the seat pan and the backrest, there's a part where you have to like thread, you know, thread them together. And that was not very clear in mm. either the the printed paper instructions that came in the box or the video. And yeah. so that kind of tripped us up a little bit. Uh, so you know we we didn't rate we didn't weigh assembly as highly because we kind of figured well you build it once yeah. and even if it's a pain in the neck well you know you don't have to do that again that's right. but yeah that's that's a great consideration <laughs> and kind of the opposite end of that spectrum was uh, Secret Lab which I kind of you know I jokingly speculate that they must be big fans of Apple mm. because you open the box and it it has this like beautiful presentation and the typography of the instructions and all this type of thing it feel it has a very like you know designed in California by Apple kind of vibe to it mm. uh, and so you know and building that was was you know not not too hard uh, all, all the tools are there but sure. yeah I think that, that's a fair point uh, you know hey if you want to you know uh, you just mentioned that Amazon will assemble it for you for 60 bucks or whatever yeah. that's always an option you know uh, there are services uh, where you could do that but we kind of figured ah, we're going to build it, build it ourselves and kind of see because we you know I assume most folks will kind of build it themselves yeah and you and, and also in this article uh, that you put up uh, again on over on consumerreports.org uh, 90 to 20 or sorry 90 to 120 minutes in a typical work setting that's the that's basically the, the full test of each chair that's to, yeah, that was to test like comfort. I was like, okay, is this chair, we built it. It looks cool. It's got all the adjustment points, you know, check, check, check. Is this chair actually comfortable? If I'm, if I'm going to sit in this for two hours, you know, uh, if I'm working, if I, uh, if I'm gaming, uh, mm-hmm. how does, is this a comfortable thing to, to actually sit on? So sure. that's where the two hours comes from. And one kind of generalized piece of advice I have for folks there is a lot of chairs, will have different kind of upholstery options. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they'll give you like a leatherette option or kind of a mesh option. And right. if you can, if you can, we would definitely recommend the chair have the mesh option because that is much more breathable than yeah. the leatherette. If you're sitting, you know, imagine it's, it's the dog days of August uh, <laughs> here in the Northeast and it's like 100% humidity and 90 degrees. It's like, it's kind of gross outside. Yeah. Uh, and you're sitting in this kind of like faux leather chair for hours on end. That store is not going to end well. It's going to be a real, real sweaty, real sweaty situation. Yeah, it seems like not a not a comfortable thing, but also uh, I feel like that stuff cracks sooner than you'd like and starts to show the yes, kind of wear that you I don't definitely want. had a, a, a chair a few years ago. I won't I won't mention the name, but uh, it had that leatherette uh, kind of upholstery, and that thing started to disintegrate. I think within a year, <laughs> and I remember just one day, just like you know. Sitting in the chair, and, and underneath the chair, it was it was a white chair, and there was all these like white flecks under my desk. I was like, "What is this white stuff under my desk?" And I look at my chair. I was like, "Oh, that's the chair. It's like it's falling apart." I had never seen that in person before. So yeah, the leatherette uh, can uh, fall apart on you. Uh, you know, uh, we didn't. We you know that's one of those things where you'll have to live with the chair for a while to actually see that happen. It's not going to fall apart yeah. within a week of you. Buy. Yeah, but you know, be years beyond even, so. that, sure. Beyond that, definitely the mesh is just a more breathable material, a more comfortable material to sit in, uh, and you likely won't have that kind of that disintegration problem that I had with my previous chair. So on your lowest end, the hundred eighty dollar chair. Um, yeah. This okay. So I have enough friends that have done this. That, that I don't know. This is why I'm asking this question. But I'm, I've got friends who have gone to Amazon and just said gaming chair, and then they do oh, like man. a price range, and they're like, well, that looks fine, and then they get that. Um, 
do we even bother with the low end? Like, what was your experience with the bottom end? Yeah, I, it, it's funny you mentioned that. To me, sounds like about the worst thing you can do is go to Amazon and type in gaming chair and then sort by lowest. <laughs> uh, I know I'm not picking on anyone, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there. Sure. I, I, I guess I'll say, and a lot of these lower end chairs. We have two of them in in the in the roundup. We had the Holmar S Racer gaming chair mm. and then the gt racing gaming chair i know i've seen these on street on, on streams uh with uh you know various uh influencers and so forth sure. and for my first point they look very similar yeah. they almost look identical uh, our speculation is that well maybe there's just like a handful of factories that are kind of pumping these things out and and you put a different logo on it and oh it's a different chair uh they're yeah they're very very similar uh, so that's that's one thing. Yeah, these kind of low end chairs, hundred dollars. Uh, I you know, it, I'm very cognizant of the fact that if someone has a budget and you know that's what the budget is, okay, fine. That's that's you know that's the money you have. That's I have no problem get. with that. Sure. Uh, what I would say is that for the for these kind of like hundred dollar gaming chairs, I guess I'd have two pieces of advice. One would be either to kind of you know maybe just save up a little longer. Uh, you know, I, I know that they look the part and you sorted by price and eh, they look fine. Sure, maybe, yeah. uh, but it's it's it wouldn't be my choice and, and it didn't score. They didn't score very well in our in our test, uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, there is one share that is not even that much more money. Uh, it is the Staples Emerge Vortex. Uh, <laughs> Staples branded? Chair. Wow. Okay. That's yes. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like, I guess, I mean, Staples sells office stuff. Maybe they is just some like they, a, a white label. D- I have no idea what, how that worked, mm-hmm. but the Staples Emerge Vortex, uh, not bad. Uh, and when we bought it, it was $160. So well under $200. Uh, not much more than that kind of $100 rando chair on Amazon. Uh, and everything, ergonomic design, company. It's a much better a much better experience for not much more money. So if you are someone out there who, uh, with a, a smaller budget, which is totally fun. Hey, look, I I, you know, one thing I'm I'm very uh, uh, aware of and deeply respect is that people have budgets. Yep. You know, not everyone has infinite money. Not everyone's like a Bitcoin millionaire or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm certainly not. That yeah, that is either. not the case. Sure. So it's like, okay, if I have this amount of money to spend, that's the max. What is out there? Uh, if you can get that budget to around 160, uh, the Staples chair is not a bad option. And hey, also look, by the way, it looks the part. It's it's our model is blue. Uh, it it kind of gives out those gamer vibes. Uh, but there's enough adjustability in the armrest and the lumbar and so on and so forth that it's like not a bad package. Yeah. Is it the best one that we saw? No. But for especially for that amount of money, uh, you know, definitely worse options out there for sure. Well, well, let me pull another one out of here because I've heard a lot of people recommend this one, and you can tell me how this how this one fared. Uh, it's the Razor. I think it's Enki. In Enki, E N K I. I think you guys did this one. Let me see. Let me make sure it's on the list. Oh, we uh, did the Razor Isker. Or Isker. That's the one. I'm sorry. Isker is the one I'm yes. looking for. Uh, how did that fare? That's the one I always get told to get. Everyone's like, you got to get that one. That's the best gaming chair on the planet and it's not price bad uh, how how'd it do it was in the middle of the road i guess i could say it, it didn't didn't score the best uh, I, was, I would say middle of the road of the ones that we looked at mm-hmm. uh, there were a couple problems here one this is one of the chairs that was kind of weird to build you had, when when joining the the backrest and the pan there was some like weird like threading step that was not uh very clear mm. uh and the other pro- this is one of those like 
bucket seat designs where the wings do kind of get in the way and uh, kind of limit your, your limit your movement. So it is again, if you're a huge fan of the Razer brand, uh, I mean, Lord knows I've bought plenty of Razer stuff over the years, so I I don't hate the brand or whatever. Uh, so if you're a big fan of the brand and you like their aesthetic, you know, the green kind of snake thing, mm-hmm. okay, cool, fair enough. Uh, but for that five hundred ish dollar range. Uh, if you're not necessarily, you know, married to the Razer brand, there are better options out there. Uh, it's so it's it's middle of the road. I, I, I guess I'll say. Yeah, that that chair has a standard and an extra large option. I'm not sure what they're trying to say to us, but that is one unique thing about the Razers. They have a they have an extra large version for some of our wider sure. uh, wider backends, uh, which would, is which is a good point too, because several of these chairs are available in different size options, and they do cut. You know, they do kind of uh, say on the site, it's like, okay, if you are taller than six feet, you should get this one, or if you weigh more than X, you should get this one. Uh, and we, you know, we follow those directions, and when we bought the chairs, but yeah, that that is, and hey, that that's to their credit. You know, again, we're all kind of vaguely shaped the same, but mm. there is some variation within humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to their credit, at least they made, you know, multiple models to kind of fit, uh, you know, f- to fit more people a-, a little better. Okay. Now, um, just to kind of sum things up and to give people a working uh, sort of, I don't know, action item here at the end of our conversation. Uh, your top three, what were those? I'm going to write them down. So I put them in our show notes. But if you had to pick three that you were like, man, these are the three that yeah. aren't Herman Miller. <laughs> Herman Miller, that's that's almost like... I know. What can you say? It's yeah. an eighteen hundred dollar chair that is probably out of the reach of most folks. But that that you know, on paper, that was the best. Yeah. Uh, if you do have that large of a budget, you know, some people do. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the chair to get. Okay. Uh, for the rest of us, uh, there's the Cooler Master Ergo L. That's more like four fifty. Uh, again, that did very well in our tests, particularly in terms of ergonomic design, tons of adjustability, comfort, very easy to use, you know, the whole nine yards. So mm-hmm. that is, that's probably, for the rest of us, that's probably the one to get. Okay. Uh, and then you might, then again, depending on your budget, uh, if it's a if it's a healthier budget, you could look, consider the Mavix M9. Uh, I think that starts at around $1,000, which is, uh, you know, and, and one thing I'll say right now, actually, is like, you know, when you're shopping for a chair, especially me, I work from home, home office. I'm I'm in this chair all day, every day. Yeah. Uh, you you should kind of try to amortize the price in your mind a little bit. It's like, okay, I'm going to be sitting in this chair for a very long time. A thousand dollars is sure that's a ton of money. Five hundred dollars is a ton of money. Uh, but I'm going to be using this thing all day, every day. So, uh, so just kind of keep that in mind as you see these prices, because I get it. 500 bucks is a ton of money, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but that Mavix M9 for around a thousand, uh, also did very well in our tests. Uh, that's probably the top three, but again, with like a, with like a special mention or, 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 or something like that, that Staples chair, yeah. uh, for 160, it's the Staples Emerge Vortex gaming chair. Uh, did very well on our tests. You know, not not the best, not the tippy top, but for 160, uh, it it scored pretty well. Uh, it it looks you know it looks gamery. So again, if 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 aesthetics are like really high on your list of like, well, I want it to look the part, uh, then then that Staples one is a is a pretty good option. All right, that's not bad. I mean, obviously that price is is very much in the budget range, and it's good to hear that there's one that that's reasonable. Uh, Within there, but I'm I'm looking at this Cooler Master. Er, is it Ergo L? Let's see. Uh, do I have the right? Yes, yes. yes that's how is. I say Ergo. I, 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 I think it's Ergo L. They all have wacky names. Um, that one is currently forty percent off on Amazon for like three sixty or something. Oh wow, well, it's pretty good. Up. So it, it fluctuates. Obviously, prices go up and down. But sure. um, 
that seems like a, a pretty good deal. I'm really glad we were able to have this conversation and send people this direction because it's, uh, again, it's like a weird nebulous part of gaming. It feels like it is part of the culture now. Difficult to know what's good, what's bad. And even if you wholly trust your influencer, oftentimes sure. they're just telling you to get the thing that they were given and that they're being paid to advertise. And again, that's okay. You're, you're you know, in some cases you're, you're talking very little difference between some of these devices, but I think most of us are just like lost as to where to go. This gives us some, sure. you know, this gives us some bait to bite on uh, as the fish yeah, we yeah. are. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to say that we, you know, we know everything or we're the end all be all, but you know, consumer reports has been around for, I think it's 93 years. Yep. Uh, you know, we rate and review everything from cars and refrigerators and you name it. We rate. So we have uh, experience in, in the rating and reviewing department. Uh, and I'm a huge, you know, I'm a huge champion. Uh, you know, I'm a huge nerd. I have been my whole life and I want, and I see all these, these conversations and I see folks saying, Oh, gaming chair, should I get one? My favorite streamer has it. That looks cool. So I, I kind of wanted to be like, okay, we can step in and help folks. You know, we bought these chairs on our own. No brand sent it to them. Um, no brand sent them to us and was like, Hey, why don't you write about our chair? Uh, you know, yeah. If, if streamers have marketing deals, that's fine. That's kind of how the media world works now. No, yeah, I don't really have any problem with that. But we have the ability to buy these chairs with our own money, test them with our own uh, in-house staff. Mm -hmm. uh, and I wrote the article. So it's like I, the, the, I know the humans involved here. There's, It's all very above board. And, you know, I, I just want to help folks who – who are kind of debating. I see a gaming chair. Do I want one? Do I not want one? Is an office chair worthwhile? So we just wanted to help, you know, not that we're, again, we're not telling you what to do. We're not telling you buy this chair. We just wanted to add uh, a little bit of, uh, of advice into your overall kind of purchasing thinking matrix or whatever. That's a great idea. And also just for those at home going, man, what about us console players? I want a banana chair like I had when I was a kid. They still sell these. In fact, a lot of these brands have a version of their chairs that are that are just like banana roller chairs for your for your living room. Uh, you can go check those out as well. They're a lot cheaper uh, for the most part. So if you're you're a console game and you're like, boy, I sure like the X Rocket chair. Good news, they got a they got a version of that that just lays on the floor and you know you look a little funny, but that's okay. You're playing games. Who cares? Just do it. Don't worry. But don't 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 worry about our judgment. Uh, well, this is fantastic, Nick. I really appreciate you coming on and and chatting about this. And uh, who knows what the future holds? Another one of the, these gaming related thing comes up on the site. I'd love to have you back and talk more. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, like I said, consumer reports. We we don't do a ton of gaming stuff, just kind of in our DNA. But every now and then, we try to you know where we can kind of offer our advice and expertise. Uh, we try to do so. Uh, you know, consumerreports.org. And I'm, I'm happy to, I'm on Twitter basically all, it's, it's mostly soccer tweets, I, I will admit, <laughs> but I'm on Twitter all day. Uh, Nicholas A. DeLeon. If anyone listening has any questions about gaming chairs or office chairs or, or, or you know, laptops or Wi-Fi or whatever or anything, sure. uh, please feel to reach out uh, and I will do my best to answer your question. But yeah, we're, we're basically here to help and try to help folks, you know, especially as the holidays are coming up. Uh, I have a feeling these gaming chairs are going to be on a lot of wish lists, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Uh, and hopefully we can help folks out there uh, make a smarter buying decision. Yep. And uh, people at home, I will be putting a link directly to the article over at consumerreports.org in the show notes. So whether you're on Patreon or the main feed, uh, that'll be available to all of you to go check it out and link over there directly if you'd like. And of course, we'd always love your feedback. Talk to the core at gmail.com if you have any comments, questions, or anything I can pass on. Uh, to Nicholas here. Nicholas, having you on was great, man. Thanks so much again for being here. Thank you very much. My pleasure. And uh, let's do it again. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.